This is number one champion sound. Yeah, Estelle, we about to get down. Who the hottest in the world right now? I forgot Patrick Mahomes at the gala. Look at Fly with his wife. Power couple. Chalk it up. Hate it or love it. They're there. You're that popular. Um, speaking of Australia, Iggy Azalea. Oh boy, let me let me tell you something. All right, okay. She get it. Nicole Kidman. Mm, hard pass. I don't know, man. Pass on that one. She was in a movie. Looking a little rough now. I don't think so, man. Looking a little little plasticky. Yeah. My buddy Robert, who's from Australia, um. He said Outback is where, like, the snakes and stuff are. Oh, we're not talking about the steakhouse? Nah, man. Trash, man. I I don't know. It's hard. They got that surf and turf going on? Well, like, the thing is, is, like, they don't even have, like, Vegemite sandwiches on the menu at Outback Steakhouse. In fact, I did do research. It's random that you say this. The people that opened up Outback Steakhouse had never been to, like, had never been to Australia. Ever. They just thought it'd be a great name. Margot Robbie's from Australia. Well, you know, now you're onto something. And that's you're onto something now. That's number one on yep. on the Dirty Werewolves list. I got you. And the next two are close. Not a bad number one. Number one, Margot Robbie. Number two, Jennifer Lawrence. Number three. I don't know if I could put Jennifer Lawrence number two. That's kind of high for me, man. I think number three. Gosh, what was her name that threw out the first pitch for the Astros? Uh, was it not what? Who was that? I already forgot her name, but she's three. I can't even think of her name. She just became three after throwing out the first pitch. Can't be that good if you can't remember nah, her name. No, it is. It is. Somebody says, what was that awesome track you just came back with from break? Sounds crunchy. Some, some uh, Estelle American Boy. There you go. That's Estelle, not Adele. Correct. Um, Megan The Stallion. I, was, I kept wanting to say like Cardi B, and I knew it wasn't Megan The Stallion. You do got some culture in you, my man. Number one, Margot hey, Robbie. Do. Number two, Jennifer Lawrence. Number three, Megan right, the Stallion. Right. I would not have pegged you for a Meg the Stallion top three kind of guy, but you know, consistently surprising me, Dusty. Well, you can call well, me. I call you the dirty werewolf, right? Tell you what, man. You have no idea. Uh, this audio uh, played the other day on the radio station. Um, I like this guy a lot, man. You know, we want people to be here, but we want people to be proud of this team. And if uh, people aren't and they don't want to come, that's on us. That's not on, on you as a fan. Um, our job as players is to provide an environment that fans want to come and want to watch us play. And I don't know if we did that in April, Steve. Uh, to be completely honest, I don't know if we did that. Um, and for me, that's the goal is find a way to pack this ballpark, right? And that's through wins and it's through playing better baseball. And and uh, that's kind of the mindset of where we're at right now. It's just, is you know, do something every day where it's like, all right, I helped the team. I I gave us a chance, you know, to take a lead, to tie a game, to get us to come back from something. So it's just one of those things where it's like, yeah, it was a tough April. doesn't mean it can't be a good May. I like Vinny Pasquantino a lot. The Pasquatch. Um, look, I know Salvador Perez is the captain of this team. I think Vinny Pasquantino is the leader and voice of this team. I understand where Salvador Perez ranks. I do. I I totally understand. Um, Vinny Pasquantino has been the light at this very dark tunnel that is this year for the Kansas City Royals. And that audio, and several times Vinny Pasquantino has done this, where 
he's falling on the grenade. Like, do you think anybody wanted to talk today? You were down, what, 8-1? Got the lead to 9-8? to eight, And then, in classic fashion, Hunter Dozier strikes out to end the game, representing the tie-in run, leaving your best player, Salvador Perez, in the on-deck circle. Shocking, right? Correct. And Vinny Pasquantino, you can say, you know, does he have the... You know, yeah, he's got the the raw raw in him. Does he have the raw numbers to provide for that? You bet your ass. 298, 380, 549, and a 929. For those of you that are unfamiliar with slash, it's a 292 batting average, it's a 380 OPB, a 549 slug, and a 929 OPS. He will without a doubt be this team's all-star representative. I don't think they have to do that anymore, but I think he is earning his keep to kind of make some notice. Six home runs, 14 RBIs, 11 doubles. Vinny Pasquantino doing exactly what he did last year. Last year, the slash line matches at least what the first 31 games have already shown this year. Vinny Pasquantino has not been part of the struggle. Vinny Pasquantino is showing that he is here every day to be on this team and to represent the Kansas City Royals, and I dig that. I know this team has been sour. I know this team had one win at home in April. I get it. It's very frustrating. But like I said earlier, my goal is to bring some sort of light to this dark tunnel that we've had at the beginning of the season. It hasn't been fun. But you like to see guys like Vinny Pasquantino who see both sides of it. They see... excuse me, they see the in-house problems, right? Like there was some audio that was out a couple weeks ago or not a couple weeks earlier this past week where the team was clearly frustrated. Like you think they're enjoying the season? Probably not. You think they enjoy every game having to answer questions that sometimes get redundant or sometimes get repetitive? How'd this one feel? How's this one different than the others? What's it like to, you know, they don't care about that. But some guys have to answer questions. And there are guys in this industry, baseball, football, basketball, hockey, whatever it may be, that cowered their way out. Most notably, Dylan Brooks, right? Dylan Brooks was all about it when Memphis beat the Lakers. And he thought he had himself a platform. He thought he had himself a a good little audio cut. What happened when the Lakers started kicking their ass? Dylan Brooks said, I got nothing to say. I got nothing to say. And Dylan Brooks in the last game when they lost, took the quick way out before the media could get in the locker room. It was nowhere to be seen. And now Memphis is saying, yeah, there's probably not a chance that he's coming back to this team next year. Vinny Pasquantino, if this team does in fact turn around a couple years, does kind of get back on a win. And again, I'm not advocating that they will do this. I listen to Vern. I hear his frustrations. I listen to Denny and Jake Eisenberg. By the way, I'll be in for Cody and gold tomorrow from 10 to two. Jake Eisenberg will join me at 1030. We'll bring this up with him. But these are the types of things that if you, you do consider yourself a Royals fan and you do kind of consider yourself part of that field of, you know, it just, it kind of sucks. They're still my team. I feel like I have enough 
respect for them to where like, yeah, when it's down, I'm going to bring this up. When they're up, yeah, I can still be there. Same thing goes for Vinny Pasquantino. Because you'll see. I don't know who the guys will be, but if in fact this core does stick together for the next couple of years and they do somehow find a way to turn it around and things start to click, you'll see more and more guys come out and talk. And when the things go south, you'll see less and less of those guys go and put themselves up to be like, hey, I'll, I'll give you some something to talk about. Here, I'll, 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 yeah, put me up there. Vinny Pasquantino is a guy that no matter rain or shine, good or bad, success or unsuccess, Vinny Pasquantino is there every day. And that's why I say, yes, I know Salvador Perez is the captain. Yes, I know he's the face of the franchise. Vinny Pasquantino is a leader, verbally and on the field. And like I said, when you're hitting 292 with 380 OPB, a 549 slug and a 929 OPS, you can talk that. You can bring people, you know, full center and give them quotes like this. You know, we want people to be here, but we want people to be proud of this team. And if uh, people aren't and they don't want to come, that's on us. That's not on on you as a fan. Uh, our job as players is to provide an environment that fans want to come and want to watch us play. And I don't know if we did that in April, Steve. Uh, to be completely honest, I don't know if we did that. Um, and for me, that's the goal is find a way to pack this ballpark, right? And that's through wins and it's through playing better baseball. And and uh, that's kind of the mindset of where we're at right now. It's just, is you know, do something every day where it's like, all right, I helped the team. I I gave us a chance, you know, to take a lead, to tie a game, to get us to come back from something. So it's just one of those things where it's like, yeah, it was a tough April. doesn't mean it can't be a good May. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Line from the 660, Dusty Dooley from the 660. Only 60 wins away from winning my Royals over of seven, 67 and a half wager. So you're saying there's a chance. Somebody told me to check out Demi Rose. Honorable mention, Paige Sporanic. I'm not sure if you know who that is, Julio. I mean, I'm still a big Mila Kunis fan. Mila Kunis and and I'm not gonna lie, Selma Hayek. Just oh, she's never bad. ages. Yeah. Never ages. No, I remember her from uh, Wild Wild West. Oh yeah, had her bare ass in that movie. Oof. She was also good in uh, I think it's called Desperado. Desperado. Yeah, that's correct. Somebody said more Margot Robbie talk, less Royals. You got I'm it. here for that. Yeah. You want to talk about her new movie that she's Barbie in? Ryan Gosling's playing Ken. Uh, Ken. Seems like the two perfect fit for that. Who's going to play Barbie? Margot Robbie. Perfect. Who's going to play Ken? I don't know. That Ryan Gosling guy? Yep. Sounds good. All right. Let's those, put a plot together. Those roles are pretty much made specifically for them now. Must be a tough life, right? Right. Somebody from the 913 says Jessica Alba. 
Ageless Wonder. 100%. Wasn't she just at like a game the other she night? She was at the and, gala. And, uh, well, oh, she no, was, she was at the, uh, Knicks game, right? the Knicks game. That's correct. And Sauce Gardner didn't know who she was? He was, uh, I don't I think he knew who, who she was. I don't okay. think there, is there anybody that doesn't know who she is? Loki, uh, Elizabeth Hurley. She's another Ageless Wonder. Mm-hmm. Throw Natalie Portman in there, too. Somebody says old school Michelle Pfeiffer and Phoebe Cates. Man, Michelle Pfeiffer, man. It's pulling one from the bag, but I can't disagree. Yeah. Um, what was that movie where she was like a Coolio did the the theme song? She was like a teacher for like Dangerous Minds. Yeah, great movie. Yeah. Solid. 816 says Jennifer Aniston. I gotta disagree, my man. Not into it? No. Never saw Long Came Polly. I mean, back then, but again, she's also had a lot of work done. Where are the Millers? The uh, what's the the recent movie with the Adam Sandler? She's not looking too good in that one. I just go with say. it. Yeah. Yes, yeah, he saw Scarter didn't know who she was, and Aaron Rodgers was thinking it was hilarious. Out of his like, I don't, I don't know. know how that's possible, but what was she in that movie? Honey, is that right? Uh, that's correct. Jessica Biel's probably up there still. Yeah, she's all right. Mm-hmm. Nicki Minaj. She had me in that Drake video. She gave him a lap dance. I'll for take like some Eva Mendez for five thousand, please. Eva Mendez or Sophie Vergara? Uh, do you got to make me choose? Can I choose both? You can only choose one. Uh, I'll take Eva Mendez. Okay. All right. As long as I don't have to hear Sophia talk, I'm good. Oh man. Ah, uh, I always think it's funny when these type of things come out. We're already back to power rankings. <laughs> you can relax. The top two are exactly as you would think. So this is the first power rankings of the new NFL season. Again, the schedule release should be May uh, May 11th, I believe is what they're targeting. Uh, so we'll see how many primetime games they have Mahomes playing in. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs do sit atop of the power rankings 1.0. This is from at ML Football. Uh, they they must care about their blue check markers. They still have it. That or Elon Musk, so they could go ahead and keep it, and I'll support it. Kansas City one, Philadelphia two, Cincinnati three, San Francisco four, Miami five. As of right now, post draft, ready for the new season. Chiefs, Philadelphia, San Francisco or Cincinnati, San Francisco, Miami. The next closest team that is in their division is the Los Angeles Chargers. They sit at tenth. So judging by this, what we are getting ready to see is a new age, which is nice. People are finally able to accept that the Kansas City Chiefs are the modern-day New England Patriots. Everything kind of alludes to it, right? Kelsey is the bro now. Everybody knows that Kelsey's that guy. He was on a different level at Kelsey Jam. I mean, just a completely different level. It was good to see. He won the crowd over right away. Like, they had this huge highlight thing. And then he came out and he did a luge off of a fake Lombardi trophy, which a lot of people thought it was real. And then he spiked it, and then they surely found out that it was not real. Um, But again, the, the Los Angeles Chargers, they sit at 10th. Vegas, they sit at 22nd. And the Denver Broncos... They sit at 24th. 
So your biggest competition moving into the year again is the Los Angeles Chargers. Now, again, that's still, I think, with them thinking that Austin Eckler sticks around, Keenan Allen has a good year, Quentin, who they drafted out of TCU, picks things up in the pros, and Mike Williams stays healthy. But 10th, Baltimore, Buffalo, Jacksonville, Dallas, Miami, San Francisco, Cincinnati, Philadelphia, all well above them. But I think that we've finally gotten to a point in our lives that we can comfortably say that everybody is okay being like, you know what? It's the Chiefs out of the West. The North, we don't really know. The East, little confusing. There's a couple of teams there. Like you look at the you look at the AFC East. Miami at five, Buffalo at eight. Toss up. You look at the North, Cincinnati at three, Baltimore at nine. Toss up. Pittsburgh rebuilding. Kenny Pickett figuring things out. They've set him up with success around targets. Drafted the tight end out of Georgia. Najee Harris comes back for another year. George Pickens. Allen Robinson, we don't know how it'll work, but they're at least giving him a chance. But one thing that we know they're not giving a chance is the AFC West. No chance. We've finally gotten to the point. Now we don't need to have like a champagne toast or have champagne problems. But it feels good to finally understand that even at a point in today, Wherein before it was, and again, the Chiefs at the top of the AFC team, Cincinnati the third highest ranked, Miami fifth, Buffalo at eighth, Jacksonville at seven. Again, this is power ranking 1.0. Again, I've always thought these things were hilarious just because of how they fluctuate. Like you'll see the Chiefs lose maybe like two games in the regular season. The next thing you know, Chiefs drop down to like eighth in the power rankings. You're like, all right, well, let's see where we're at the end of the year. End of the year, I think Philadelphia was above Kansas City. Super Bowl favorites, Philadelphia Eagles. Preseason power rank, it's the Chiefs over the Philadelphia Eagles. Would you be okay with the Super Bowl rematch? Philadelphia, Kansas City. It seems those are the two top-heavy teams. I know San Francisco, a lot of questions. Cincinnati has the weapons to do it. Joe Burrow's about to get paid. T. Higgins, we'll see what happens there. Jamar Chase, definitely going to get a big contract. But it's nice to see. It's nice to see that the Chiefs have finally been put into the category of untouchable. Until Mahomes is not on the football field, whether that be an injury or whether that be not in NFL, and as long as Andy Reid is accompanying him and Travis Kelsey is still playing at a level that is top tier, then we don't need to go anywhere. We just need to lock in Chiefs, AFC West, playoff contender, which means they've got a chance to be in the AFC Championship game, which means they're favorite, favorite, favorite. Favorite to win the West, favorite to win the AFC, favorite to win the Super Bowl. What was it with New England for about six straight years? AFC East, AFC Championship game, Super Bowl. Didn't always happen. Kind of impossible to go every single year in the NFL with this talent is pouring in like it is and teams trying to get you out of the spot that you're in. But look, when you've got the key and the car and the shortcut, it's kind of hard not to win the race every single year. But it's good to see that we are finally at a point, even in May, May 4th, the old Star Wars day. Why are you putting in quotes like that? I don't know, because I saw a lot of people upset with people that still say, may the 4th be with you. Like, why can't you just let people live their lives? All right. Haters going to hate. Like, I'm not going to, you know. 
I'm not going to slander somebody because they like the, the theme of the day. They get one day a year, May the 4th. Sounds right. Fox 4 had, like, all these, like, different characters from the show, like, coming to their studio today. Wish I was there on that day. But, again, it's nice to see that early on in the season, game, media, stats, recognition, all on the same page. As of May 4th, 2023, the Kansas City Chiefs sit at preseason power rankings list number one. One thing I do want to get into on the other side is we talked about this a little bit earlier, a little bit earlier, was Chris Jones and his odds of defensive player of the year. Plus there was a, uh, well, there was a tragedy that happened the other, the other day. Maybe it was today. We lost a restaurant close to home. We've all been there. I know you have. I want to bring that up on the other side. It's After Hours with Julio Sanchez and Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I That's take right. a look at my life and realize there's nothing left. Cause I've been blasting and laughing so long that even my mom was saying that my mind is gone. But I ain't never crossed a man that did I think this is probably the first rap song that I figured out every word. I was, big, I was a big Coolio fan, man. I'll see you when you get there. Kind of like that gospel song type of thing. Man, it just looks wicked outside. Looks like it's like chilly and windy. Says it's 57, going to get down to 46. I felt like I did a really big thing today. And I know there's a lot of people that are like, you know, you're probably, you know, you're 35, you ought to be doing this. But um, what's that? So I went to the grass pad today. All right. All right. Not a. uh, Like where you going? That's not a medicinal thing. Um, I mean, in a way it is. Yeah. It's therapeutic. So, like, the grass pad has this thing that they have a – it's like a process. They have, like, a number system. It's like number one is, like, a a protection thing for your yard. that old man in you. Yeah. And for my house in in Lee Summit, I'm kind of one of those guys that I I like my yard. I like it to look nice. I feel like you can judge a person's – well-being by the by the side of their yard. You, I'm a big yard guy. You know, you drive by Huge. somebody's house and you see a bunch of weeds out there. It's too long. You're like, that's that person sucks. And you're like that guy. Now again, there are times where people go on vacation and you know they can't really mow their lawn. But the way to do this is you got to kind of you got to be all in in invested in not only your yard, um, the grass pads, uh, numeric system of how to put things on your yard, but you got to look at the weather too. And I'm kind of nervous because I don't know what it's going to do rain-wise. It's a science, man. Right? And so, like, today's uh, stuff, the way to put down was called weed and feed. So you're trying to knock out those, like, dandelions that pop up. Those oh, that's going to wash away, my man. Right? But you need, it to, you need it to rain on top. So you have to set it All in. Right. Hopefully it rains, sinks into the ground, and does its, you know, chemistry. So I felt very proud of myself for that today because I went, you know what? It's going to rain today. I got a little bit of time between jobs. I'm going to go over to the grass pad, get this weed and feed. Awfully adult of you. Yeah, I thought it was a nice day for me, you know, when you bring up the yard. I thought something that was also interesting today is seeing uh, Warren Sharp's tweet, uh, at Sharp Football on Twitter, for those of you that want to follow, about quarterback contracts. 
and the largest money per year contracts in NFL uh, history, age at signing. Lamar Jackson now sits number one with $52.0 million per year at the age of 26. I think it's mesmerizing to think that Lamar Jackson's still only 26 years old. Um, and the thing that kind of shocks me at this point is do you remember when Mahomes got his contract? Because, like, he won MVP and a Super Bowl. And people were like, Mahomes is going to sit in the office and be like, okay, like, you guys can tell me all the things you want to say. I'm just going to counter back with MVP, Super Bowl, Super Bowl MVP, first three years in the league, and I didn't even play my first year. And I went 1-0 and and brought the team back from down, you know, whatever it was to Denver and brought him back after Tyler Bray tried to throw it away. Lakers-Warriors in 25 minutes. Braun versus Steph. But if you look at these quarterbacks on this list, the two anomalies, I think, are Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson. They're in the top five. Russell Wilson makes 48.5 per year at the age of 33. Aaron Rodgers makes 50.3 at the age of 38. Aaron Rodgers just uses the clout of his name, accolades, talent, which is fine for his age. He's won two MVPs in the last, what, four years? But you look at this list. Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Derek Carr. Those are your top. And I think when you look at where Patrick Mahomes sits, I think you can see the, the dust is beginning to settle. And it made me wonder, because we talked earlier about how the Chiefs and the Patriots have similarities in where their dynasties have, have gone. Obviously, we know the New England dynasty was basically two different three-year runs. Brady, Belichick, Gronk. And we always remember Brady would would take those pay cuts, you know, year in, year out. You always see Mahomes gets his contract fluctuated with so the team can create space. You're going to see that the rest of your life as long as Patrick Mahomes on the team. But again, Patrick Mahomes making $45 million per year is one, two, three, four, five, six, seventh on this list. Above him again is Deshaun Watson, Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson, Rogers Hurts, Jackson. Two names that will enter that list and leapfrog Patrick Mahomes will be Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow. Now, the reason that I do bring this up is Joe Burrow definitely going to get somewhere along the lines that Jalen Hurts got. And quite possibly should get more than Lamar Jackson. But everything is just a number up, right? Like you start with Patrick Mahomes at 45 and you end up at Lamar Jackson 52. Jalen Hurts got 51. He gets the contract right before the draft. Lamar Jackson gets it like the day of the draft, which was interesting to watch at the draft with the uh, fan experience. Everybody's having fun. The longest line was the field goal kicking line, which I would never do that. I'd never wait an hour for all that pressure to try to put it through the uprights. Congratulations to those who did. But when the attention went to Lamar Jackson, everybody kind of like focused on the TV. The draft had set it in for everybody there. But it makes you wonder about the next three big quarterback signings, right? Or the next three big quarterback contracts. It's going to be Herbert, Burrow, Mahomes. Those are the next three contracts that are going to hit the hardest. Trevor Lawrence, probably somewhere in there in the near future as well if he continues to go up on the on the ladder that he has done. And with Doug Peterson, you could assume that that's probably going to get better and more polished. 
He's just been able to prove that. Carson Wentz was good under Doug Peterson. He won a Super Bowl with Nick Foles. Trevor Lawrence in his first year with Doug Peterson, playoffs. But you have to wonder, will Mahomes ever be this guy like a Lamar Jackson, like a Russell Wilson, like a Kyler Murray? Well, they'll say, you know what? I want to be paid this much because I think this is my worth. Or do you think Patrick Mahomes takes the sales point of pay me at least this because I at least deserve that? Because, like, I don't know what Lamar Jackson makes when it comes to endorsements. I don't live in Baltimore. I'm sure there's a bunch. I know he's got Oakley. I'm familiar with that. Jalen Hurts, same thing. Not really sure where he sits endorsement-wise. I would assume that outside of Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes probably has the most endorsement money out of all these names that we've mentioned. And you think about BioSteel, big one, not the biggest. Adidas, Oakley, State Farm, Coors Light. Patrick Mahomes has all those endorsements. He'll make a ton of money. I still believe he'll be the next billion-dollar athlete when it comes to being an active athlete. I think he'll just make so much money when it comes to contract and endorsements eventually. But I do think it is interesting that some of the comments on this tweet are this one here. It's crazy how fast, excuse me, it's crazy how fast Mahomes' contract went from holy blank, that's a lot of money to worth it, of course, to wow, that's pretty good bargain. Patrick Mahomes right now in his contract is the biggest steal in the NFL. You're watching all these quarterbacks make these contract suggestions. I want this total money. Sorry, I want this type of deal. I want this type of recognition. And one thing that I could say is, yes, Patrick Mahomes is going to get a lot of money. It's well-deserved, right? Like, the minute you drafted Patrick Mahomes, everything has changed for this franchise. But I also don't think that you're going to have to worry about Patrick Mahomes sitting in the room with Brett Veach and Clark Hunt and and Mark Donovan and Andy Reid and say, I want more than the first guy on the list. One, he may never even have to say that. Two, like Jalen Hurts' quote, where he said, money is nice, championships are better. I don't ever think Mahomes will catch Brady when it comes to championships, just like I don't think LeBron will ever catch Jordan. I think he might catch Kobe. And the way the Lakers are playing right now, and the way that he's focused, this is one of those years where if you want to catch Kobe, this year would tie it. You'd still need one more. You're at the age of 38. But again, I think Mahomes... At the end of the day, when it's all said and done, I think he wants it to say Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes. And to have a side debate where it's like, yeah, Brady won all the championships, but we can clearly sit back and say that Patrick Mahomes was the better quarterback. Because you see these contracts that come out like, do you think that Burrow, do you think that Burrow is going to get more than $52 million a year? From Cincinnati. I would assume yes. I think that he has the same argument that Jalen Hurts has. Both have been to his Super Bowl. Both have won their division title, AFC, NFC. Both have playoff wins. Both have the talent to keep their teams moving. Justin Herbert, maybe not. Maybe Justin Herbert doesn't have that capability. Because Justin Herbert hasn't really shown that he's a playoff winner or that he can get his team to that spot. 
Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, they've all done that. At least Lamar Jackson has an MVP. And their team has been different and better successfully with him at quarterback. So we had an argument. Quarterbacks also can put you in a tough spot. You can either pay me, draft somebody and hope it works out, and question your franchise, or give me the money that I need. We'll see where this goes. We lost a local restaurant in a very familiar place that I'm sure you've all been at. What goes in next? Your ideas plus at 8 o'clock. We do it every single night that we do this show. It's the out of left field question after hours. For Julio Sanchez, I'm Dusty Likens. You're listening to 610 Sports Radio. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Twenty-seven minutes away from tip-off of the Warriors and the Lakers. I mean, I tweeted this the other night. If you're a sports fan, like you love the tenacity and the the rivalry of sports. I mean, I feel like I really want Lakers in six. I think that's where my heart is. I don't know if that's where my brain is, but I think that's what I think that's what we're we're going to get at least six out of this. I mean, if you're not even an NBA fan. If you're ever going to watch or tune into the NBA, now would be the time. I agree. I mean, this is probably the best series we'll get for the entire playoffs. What is it, a 7-6 matchup to? Because the Lakers beat the two seed in Memphis. Who were the two seed, which they got, they got that humble pie real fast. Man, did they need that, too. You say beautiful. The text line says 12 minutes. I'm watching ESPN with Michael Wilbon on the screen. It says 2635 on ESPN until I told you they say eight o'clock. It's always like nine to 12 minutes past. 816. I put a second dose of the prevent down today, right there with you. Hop, hoping for the rain. Best lawn in the neighborhood. There ain't nothing better, man. Cause like I moved into this house. This is a funny story. We'll get into the, the Denny's that burnt down. But I, I moved into this house, and before I moved in there, there was a group of, like, girls that lived there that were all, like, first-year teachers that got, a, got together, and they just let the leaves, you know, fall from the trees. There's, like, a ton of trees in my area, like, especially in my, my lawn. And we mulched them down, bagged them up, compost pile, everything. So the backyard's already starting to get there, but it's kind of funny. There's this guy that lives across and he sees me out there mowing all the time and, and, and blowing all the access grass off and all that, kind of keeping it clean. And he was like, man, you really care about your lawn. I can tell there's like a competitiveness <laughs> with this guy. Respect. It's respect. Yeah, I'll get out there at like Sunday at like, you know, 10 a.m. Um, if I don't have to do a show, I'll get out there and mow around 10. And it's not even Julio. Five minutes later, he'll get out there and start getting all the toys out, getting the weed eater out, getting the lawnmower out. Being and a show off. Huh? He'll, he'll go right on with me. And we're now on a system where it's like, I'll mow, he'll mow. I'll mow, he'll mow. A16 says it's an expensive process. I mean, it was $35 for the weed and feed, and I think it was like 30 bucks for the, you know, protect. So, I mean, we're. Depends on the size of your lawn. True. I cannot do that. Way too much yard. Yeah, I mean, my yard's not huge, it's decent, Um, but it's not like massive where like you have to buy three bags of this. Oh yeah. I got, 
I've got four and a half acres. That's yeah, that's not going to work, and it's all mobile. So I just need this rain to come through, man. It's coming, don't don't you worry. I don't know. I looked at the radar, and it like splits right at least summit, and it says hourly no rain in the future. Don't look like that outside. It doesn't, but like when I look at radar, man, it it do, it looks like everything's just way south, which is good for golf this weekend, playing Saturday and Sunday, but bad. Uh, you know, for the for the weed and feed. Shout out grass pad, high on grass. Best jingle. And the they market. haven't changed it right? since like ninety two. It's perfection. Why mess with like, it? Like I wonder if even people are still alive that are in that original commercial. It's even more applicable nowadays. Paige Sporanic doing the Lord's work. Want to get better Oof. at golf? Let me help you with this thirty minute practice routine. Click on the link to watch. Hell of a photo. I introduced her to Jay Binkley. His quote. Hottest girl in the world. I mean, I can't argue with him. And you know, you know, Bink's got like a top ten. Oh yeah, he's got a top he might have fifty. A top, I was gonna say he might have a top fifty. But I did see the news today that the Denny's across from the stadium has burned down. That's correct. R.I.P. Are you Denny's Waffle House IHOP? How do you rank those three? Waffle House IHOP, Denny's. Okay. All right. No one beats Waffle House. Come on, man. No, nah, man. Pecan waffle, all-star special, over-easy eggs, sausage, hash brown. Do you get your hash browns any doctored up anyway? Yeah, you got to throw some cheese and onions on that, man. Do you think there's a possibility that maybe Clark Hunt walks over to that land that that Denny sat on and said, well, there's a hotel over here that maybe we could refurbish, nicen this thing up. We got a little... A little plot here. Maybe when Missouri gets their act together and starts letting gambling legally for sports in their state, you might put a little, you know, little Ceno there. Yeah, yeah. You don't think that's too maybe a little too far away from the stadium? I mean, nah, once man. the Roy- Royals move, Chiefs take over. You, you don't think they'd want to build something a little more close? I think there's still something that'll be in that parking lot where the Royal Stadium is currently. Oh, there there will be, like yeah. a little Chiefs Village type situation. But I also think there will be a very large Chiefs Stadium that will be built in that parking lot. 100%. Like I saw that Buffalo released pictures today at their new stadium. Massive. No dome. So I don't want to hear excuses for Oof. Buffalo can't play a game because it's too snowy or too right? cold. You had your chance. Heated seats didn't do it for you. Last night, I checked the fans don't play the game. But where that Denny's was, sad news today, that screams like a spot that you could have something because what I believe in 20 years from now, that area will be is destination station. You don't necessarily have to go to the game on Sunday. You'll have your people that will go get the tailgate atmosphere and then linger back to their hotel. Not only that, you'll have a stadium that I do believe will be covered. I do believe it'll be. Think similar. so, huh? I do. I don't know. With Mahomes and the, and the stadium that, that Peyton built, the, the SoFi Stadium, Vegas' stadium, that's like the new model. It's that like almost like Death Star look, right? Tell that to Buffalo. Who, who could use one more than anyone else in the NFL right now. Right. 
And I get it. We have the nostalgia of Arrowhead. And I've been there since I was a kid, just like you listening, just like you, Julio. We've all, we've experienced it. And I think eventually you'll have to put things around it. And the bids to be on property will be a hell of a lot more than just off the property. And now that that Denny's isn't there, now you got to keep that Taco Bell there. You got to keep that late night cravings menu there. It's a staple. How many times you've been to a Royals game? Subway too. Right? How many times you think you've been to a Royals game and that thing got out at 10 o'clock and you're getting ready to go east on I-70, maybe you're going west on I-70. Hey, before we go, let's go get a, you know, Crunch Wrap Supreme and a Cheesy Gordita Crunch. Keep my faith alive. Now, the thing I will say about this is that I do believe the Royals downtown stadium happens. I do believe a mecca of a stadium that Mahomes will build or build will be eventually there in the Truman Sports Complex. But I also think, truly, I do believe that there will be things around the area that will blow up. And that seems like today that that comes to fruition, to me at least, that Denny's now out, accident, burnt down. Now you have an area where it's like, eh, maybe don't put another Denny's up. Because like, how many Denny's do you know that are around? They took the one out of my hometown in Blue Springs and put, I think, uh, a taco spot there. I forget what it is. I forget what the taco place is, but it's no longer a Denny's. It's now a taco spot. There's one on Metcalf I know of because I pass it every time I come into the station. It's a dying breed, my friend. Wouldn't it be a hardcore flex and like Waffle House is like, we'll buy that spot and put one there? I mean, they probably do better business. You go in a Waffle House or Taco Bell after a game where you've had a few and you've got a sober driver. Oh, that's a tough one. I guess it just depends on my mood. I'd say that's a 50-50 shot, man. Yeah, can't pick. Tough one. You go in $5 cravings box or you go in $7.50 all-star special? I don't know. That's tough. Tacos for life. That's what it is. Right next to the Ibex rock climbing. Grew up in Blue Springs. Never went to Ibex. Never got in the whole rock climbing thing. Then I saw the movie uh, 127 Hours. Never thought about yep, it in my life. Yep. Nope. Pass. Somebody says from the 816, Denny's in North KC where the Royals could possibly move. Royals and Denny's, a tale as old as time. Coming up on the other side, it's 8 o'clock. Lakers Warriors start. We'll revamp some of these topics. But first, it's 8 o'clock. It's after hours. We do it every show. It's the out of left field question. Coming up next on after hours with Julio Sanchez and Dusty Likens. You're listening to 610 Sports Radio. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views.